Welcome to the third episode of our special series on sex trafficking in Texas. This week, we're focusing on traffickers. You tend to hear the word pimp quite often thrown around when it comes to sex trafficking, but that can lead us down some pretty incorrect paths. We might think of a man in maybe one of those purple velvet jumpsuits with a big hat and chains, or even like that guy from Taken. But the truth is, traffickers are not necessarily what you're picturing. They can be anyone. It can be your neighbor, a coworker, someone in your classes, or even someone who seems like a pretty upstanding member of the community. It can be a man, a woman, and they can come from any social class. Mark Benavides was a prominent defense attorney in San Antonio, Texas. But today, he's serving an 80-year prison term for extorting sex from young women and often forcing them to take plea deals for crimes they didn't commit. His game was fairly common. A girl in legal trouble would come to him and he'd advise her that while her case seemed pretty tough, he might be able to help her, if she had sex with him, or if she'd be willing to have sex on camera with one of his friends to make some money. If a girl wouldn't follow through with this request or take the plea deal that he had threw out in front of her, he'd sometimes tell them that he would make sure that they went to jail for a very long time. Some of these women were under the age of 18. Thankfully, Benavides was caught and his victims came forward and were willing to testify. As a quick note here, anyone who feels they were forced to take a plea deal by Benavides, the Bear County Public Defenders want to hear from you. Their office number is 210-504-6216. Calls will be kept confidential. Again, that's 210-504-6216. Spotters are also a common technique for traffickers. A spotter is usually a young woman or man that is usually being trafficked, but advised that if they can bring in more people, that their nightly quota will be reduced. And often, if a girl or boy is having sex with 10 to 20 people in a night, they are willing to do anything to get this reduced. Spotters can often look for young women or men who are in difficult situations financially or emotionally. And during non-COVID times, it was not uncommon for spotters to look at their classmates, people they met in public places like a mall, or even people who they met on the street who looked hungry or scared. Traffickers are excellent at using lures and conditioning children into believing that they truly care about them. Often they will use chat features on social media apps and games to gauge if a child is needing or searching for something. Many children and many adults as well do not use proper privacy settings on their social media applications, and it can be way too easy for a trafficker to add them as a friend after seeing what they appear to be a marketable product. Traffickers often will go ahead and look at them and they'll go into like middle school age children because they consider them to be, quote, low hanging fruit. They're, these kids are often experiencing emotional turmoil, like entering a new school, dealing with hormonal changes, and they're usually pushing against parental boundaries for the first time. It can be as easy as sending a private message to a girl saying, hello, beautiful. Something most folks don't think about is people acquiring and selling sexually explicit images of children are also traffickers. It's not just people who are selling girls for sex in a hotel. The TVPA, aka the Trafficking Victims Protection Act from 2000, includes all forms of commercial sexual exploitation, and that includes videos and images taken of children and sold online, as well as distributed. This method is far easier in regards to trafficking, and it can take a lot longer to crack the case. Oftentimes, a trafficker can have somewhere between 30 to 70 girls and boys that they're taking advantage of online. 
Using methods like sextortion and the promise of things like sugaring, these images can be extremely easy to obtain. We're going to talk a lot more in depth about sextortion in our next episode in the series. Thanks so much for listening. If you learned something today, great. Share that with your friends and family so we can kind of protect people who may not have heard this information before. Also, if you're looking to get involved with a local organization, I highly recommend it. If you can make a donation of even 5 to $10 to your local group, that's huge. Um, my local group is Ransom Life Texas. They can be found at ransomlifetexas.org. And I highly recommend reaching out and volunteering to either bring awareness to this task or to also act as a mentor or support for somebody who's been through this. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.